Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. you pet stylists you found the groom pod welcome to our virtual salon my name is Susie, and i'm your host i'm a mobile groomer from seattle washington and anyone who knows me will tell you i love to talk especially about my job one of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show miss barbara bird Hey, Susie! Wow, what a lovely day we're having here in Tucson, Arizona. And I can't wait to tell you about my Irish bred Wirefox Terrier that I groomed yesterday. So hang on, everybody, because here we go. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yes, well, welcome to episode 392 of the Groom Pod, recorded on November 19th, 2023 in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. I can't believe we've already passed Thanksgiving and we're on our way through Christmas and pretty soon the days are going to start to get longer again and the sunshine will come out again for some of us. It's been a little bit cold up here. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Best Shot, Show Season, Precision Sharp, Stazco, and Groomore. And if you'd like to support your podcasters, you can do so at our website, thegroompod.com and use the donation button to send some money to Barbara and use the Patreon button to subscribe to the podcast and support us that way. This week, we're talking about types of conditioners, wheel bearings, and I know that's just riveting, but the exciting thing is, <laughs> the exciting thing is, what's news brought to you by Groomore Software. If you haven't found Groomore, you're missing out. Groomore is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business. Whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops, Groomore has everything you need. 24-hour online booking and forms, routing, credit card processing, reminders, Google Calendar and QuickBooks integration, and so much more. And the best customer service anywhere. Shop mobile or house call, Groomore has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. You will never guess what happened this week. Not in a million years. No, I'll never guess. Okay, well, I'm not even going to try this. The odds of this happening just seems kind of astronomical. I picked up another nail in my trailer tire. Oh, no. Can you believe it? What the fuck? I don't know. I'm never in the same spot. It's always different routes home. I'm wondering if there was something in the driveway, perhaps. But still, that seems a little crazy. I don't know. Anyway, I had to change the flat out at the house. Well, I didn't change it out at the house. We ran the compressor out, blew it up. And then I had to cancel my day and go to the tire store and have them repair my tire. The kicker is... You know that thing that groom, world groom educational videos that I've been watching? Yeah. It was standard poodle day for me. It was my standard poodle, Mazikeen, and I was really excited to try the tips for the poodle head that I got from Mackenzie Murphy. <laughs> Instead, I had to cancel. I just had just that dog. 
just the poodle so that I could take my time and really do a nice holiday groom. Oh, yeah. Had to cancel that. So once again, my aspirations were crushed due to nothing of my own doing. And I moved them to the very end of an already full day. And I did an okay job. I did use the tricks. It did make it a little faster. But using the snap-on comb, the longest snap-on comb, really is my best cheat on that dog because she doesn't really care. I'm just trying to make her look extra pretty for my own benefit. I'll probably send her in there and the and Doc Chan will say, gee, her head's a little long, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> so back, whack it back off with the uh, clipper back. Anyway, that was the highlight. I mean, that was, I really have to just stop thinking that I'm going to get these beautiful opportunities to do these fantastic heads at the middle of the Christmas and holiday rush. Gee whiz, Suze. <laughs> just not going to happen. I don't really have a holiday rush. Although this year, it could happen because of my closing the shop at the end of December. And I definitely am going to have a huge last week of December. But I had a, had a new dog yesterday that was a wire fox terrier. Can I tell you about this? Yes. So this is a couple who live back east, but they often come to Tucson for the winter. And I have been doing their wire fox carriers for over a decade, maybe two. We've been through a number of dogs. And they didn't come last year, so I thought, well, maybe I'm not going to see them again. But this year, I popped up with a, a message from them, and they said, we have a new dog. His name is Hamlet. Well, they came yesterday and they had their regular little kind of smallish wire fox terrier that has a thick and slightly curly coat. And then this new dog that was just like 13 months old. He was tall. He was larger than most that I've seen. And he had this coarse but fine coat that was straggly and sticky outy all over. He looked horrible. <laughs> and they said he was from a breeder who has only Irish bread stock. That he's an Irish bread wire fox carrier. And I had never heard that. You know, I heard about Irish bread uh, soft-coated wheaten carriers and they have a different coat. But I hadn't run into this before. I've seen a Wheaton. I had an Irish coat Wheaton, and they definitely are different. Well, this was definitely different. And, you know, the good news is that it was very easy to hand strip. So I stripped all the colored parts and even top of the head pretty easily. And then in order to get it to have any kind of an even coat without big areas of super short, I had to go to a seven blade. I took him down with a seven blade, and I have to admit, I am so light with the clippers that my seven blade is kind of like somebody else's outcome with a five blade. That, and that's just true. I all Well, I don't know if it's me or it's Dave, but when I give Dave instructions, I have to give him a blade higher than what I would use because otherwise the dog comes out much shorter than I would have wanted it. So... I think it's that I have a light touch. I hand stripped the whole jacket. 
and got all of the color, even kind of down where it was on the back legs and everything. And these people were so thrilled. Susie, I made that dog. He really looked bad when he came in. And he went out looking smart. And they were just squealing with joy, these old people. I love that. Well, not as old as me. But, you know, it was very satisfying. And then, of course, I had to tell them I was leaving. Oh. So they booked one last appointment in the end of December so that they could see me again because they were so happy. They just bounced in so happy to see me. And, uh, oh, man, some of these goodbyes are rough, Susie. Oh, I know. Some of these goodbyes are rough. And when I see the reaction of people it's really okay i won't go (laughs) (laughs) you have to go there's people waiting for you did you see that online i saw that on our facebook i was whelmed not overwhelmed i was whelmed (laughs) excellent i was whelmed as well i didn't know that's what i was Uh, but now thinking about it yeah (laughs) wow so cool if i feel like you're gonna be safe yeah, I feel like I'm going to have a lot of support in, in getting there. And, you know, we're, getting there is probably going to be the next hardest part. Um, once I'm there, it's going to be a piece of cake. I mean, and the people coming from other states in the region, I think I can actually make a difference on a regional level. I think you can. And the interesting thing is that Just in the last two or three months, there's been an upsurge in extended education classes and and moments in Arizona. And we've just been the desert for decades, the whole time I've lived here. And just as I'm ready to pull out, there's more people interested in educational seminars and classes and stuff like that. So sorry, Tucson, too late. Too little, too late. (laughs) See ya. See ya. (laughs) So I wanted to mention that two things. Number one is the Chewy link on the website. That's another way to support the show. And I always forget to mention it when I'm mentioning all the other ways to support the show. So it's just a link. It's got a Chewy ad on it. And if you guys click and go do your shopping, you don't have to shop for whatever's on the link. You can just go through that link as a portal into Chewy and then shop for whatever you want. And we get a tiny, teeny, itsy bitsy portion of it. And Like I said last week, for the very first time ever, we got a check from them, which was exciting. It was only $25, but I forget to mention it because it is a really good way to cost you nothing, well, except for your pet supplies that you're buying there already, but then show that we're supporting Chewy and send a little money to our pockets so that we can pay our bills. So that's cool. The second thing is... I went down to Cascade Grooming Supplies to get my holiday shampoos, and I have never really used the show season sugar cookie because I didn't love the way it smelled, but man, that's a good shampoo. Oh, good. I just ordered a gallon of their shampoo and the sugar cookie conditioner because I love the sugar cookie smell. I think it's a really good fragrant product that works for the holidays and it also works year round 
People like it a lot. It's a solid performer. I'm I'm glad to hear that you like the shampoo. I also got the pumpkin spice because they didn't have any gallons of the sugar cookie. So I went ahead and got the pumpkin spice as well. It's not my favorite of smells. I prefer the apple pie spice mix rather than the pumpkin pie spice mix. But... <laughs> It has a little bit different qualities to the sugar cookie. Like they're not cookie cutter shampoos. They're different from each other. They seem to leave the hair feeling different. So I think that's cool too. I don't like when they take a shampoo base and then just throw little additives in it, but it's basically the same kind of a cleaner. And then they put a little different smell or a different color or some botanicals well, in there. Well, that's what they do. Yeah. That's what they do. That's the game. There are some shampoos that are totally identical across the brand, but they have different fragrances. Well, these certainly seemed like different shampoos. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll look at the ingredients and maybe they're not. Okay. Maybe they are and maybe they're not. Just Season has really a pretty basic, down-to-earth formulating um viewpoint. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're similar. What do you see? Susie's the only one who can look up stuff while we're broadcasting. It's a, true. <laughs> a podcast. For me, it's a distraction. <laughs> yes, I can multitask. Okay, here we go. Pumpkin Spice has purified water, sodium lauryl sulfate, cocamide MEA, Cocomidopropyl betaine, PEG3 disterate, fragrance, DMDM hydantoin, sunflower triglycerides, dye, and citric acid. Very basic. It's just a good cleaner. Okay, let's see how wacky I am. Sugar cookie has the same ingredients. <laughs> Purified water, cocomid MEA, sodium laureth sulfate, Cocomidopropobetane, that's a little different. What's missing? It's both just very um, basic, good cleaning shampoos. And that's a fact. They both work so really I'm well. So gonna, I'm going to say something because some people are going to be like freaking out because there's sodium laurel sulfate in those products. Sodium laurel sulfate is really an excellent dog cleansing ingredient. And you will notice that Show Season includes in almost every shampoo, and well, in almost every product, they have sunflower seed, sunflower seed, um, the triglycerides. triglycerides. Those triglycerides, that ingredient is critical to the formulation because it reduces the defatting tendency of the stronger detergent. So the detergent retains its cleansing ability without being so likely to pull out lipids from the skin and hair. Does that make sense? Yes. And so that's what makes the shampoo uh, safe and effective. So it's not so likely to irritate the skin. So the sunflower oil triglycerides could also be called refatting agents. And it's in all their shampoos, right? Pretty much everything. 
Yeah, and it because it also not only is it a refatting agent, so it replaces or reduces the amount of lipids that are pulled out of the skin by the cleansing action. That also is a fragrance fixative, which slows down the evaporation of some of the notes of the fragrance so that it lasts longer. Basically, that's all that happened with me. Just spent a day fixing tires and another day lamenting and grooming crazy, busy, getting home late. I just keep getting home late, but tis the season for that. I want to make sure everybody gets in. I actually do have a little bit of a Christmas and holiday rush because I have three-month and four-month dogs that I've seen regularly for 15 years, and everybody gets squished into these two months. You had some corrections you wanted to make about last week's show, or some clarification. That's better, right? Well, I had a clarification once on something that came up in our discussion last week of European regulations versus the United States regulations. And I think you said that the uh, European Union was more vigorous in their testing. Sounds like something I would say. Yeah. And I wanted to clarify that there's really not that much difference in the scientific approach or or the actual testing of ingredients. It's in the regulation and in what they choose to prohibit. So you will often see when people want to denigrate the United States approach to ingredient safety, they point out that the EU has banned like 1,100 ingredients and the United States has banned only 30 so that means that the United States is less rigorous. Well, that's not true. For one thing, a lot of those 1,100 ingredients that have been banned in the EU are no longer in use at all. So the Cosmetic Ingredient Review Board, which is the United States official regulation, or the, they are the ones that declare whether an ingredient or a family of ingredients are safe. They choose what to look at according to a usage. If it isn't hardly used, they won't hardly look at it. You know what I'm saying? So they don't waste their time on Asian ingredients that had bad reputations because they're not utilized anymore. So that's one thing. And the other thing is there's a basic difference between the the European approach and the United States approach. The United States really waits until uh, ingredients have solid proof of being not safe. The European Union is much more proactive and they uh, go more by their sense of their 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 chemistry sense of things so they will they're a little bit that's where they're more rigorous you might say or they are quicker to prohibit 
an ingredient? Are they, you know, like for just for example, European Union has now named 56 fragrance components that are allergens, cause allergic reactions. And the United States is just not there. They just haven't looked at that yet. So what we would like to see is for the United States to more closely resemble the European approach, but not necessarily totally upside down it, because they really look at the studies. They're all looking at the same studies. The science is the same. It's, it's worldwide. They, can, they might look at studies from several different countries. And as long as the scientific model is ethical and strong and has the right components of a thorough systematic study that, it, you know, it's controlled and all of that good stuff, they'll use the results. But unlike the EWG, where they rate ingredients as to their safety, they use every little study, whether it's good study or a has been dissed by the scientists or whatever. They use every little report. We wait until we see every anecdotal. Little, they, well, yeah, the EWG and the California at Proposition 65 people, they jump at every little thing. And if, it, if an ingredient hasn't been studied, then it gets a high rate because there hasn't been any suspicious findings right so it, it's really kind of screwed up in that way but i trust our cosmetic ingredient review board to be alert to unsafe ingredients in our products so we all test the same but they regulate more than we do they pre-regulate like pre-crime they require tests for safety of their products, and we don't. We just, if they're using approved ingredients, we assume that it's safe unless shown otherwise, okay. and then we'll jump on it. There's other kind of little technicalities, like the EU requires a one person to sign as the representative of uh, a brand or a product where the United States doesn't really pin it down to a single person that's putting their name on the line. Interesting. But that's going to change. There has been a law that was passed last year that is requiring more rigorous line of responsibility and does resemble the EU approach a little bit more. So that's what I had to say about that. So studies are the same and findings are the same, but how they're interpreted as to their safety can differ a little bit. And um, then the other thing that I wanted to uh, clarify, we're going to clarify in the next segment. Let's take a break. And then we're going to be back with our first segment, which is about conditioning. 
Let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold Spray is great, but my favorite new product is called the Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in your tub. Made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. Types of conditioners. Give it to us straight, Barbara. I'd like to review types of conditioners. I've identified four main categories or types of conditioners. Two-in-one conditioners that are in the shampoo is my first category. Those ingredients are lightweight. They must be compatible with the anionic detergent the cleansers of the formulation and they are things like dimethicone hydrolyzed protein honey uh, sunflower triglycerides and other oils like argan oil or uh, lanolin derivatives so those are the kinds of uh, conditioners that you're going to find in shampoos and it gives a light conditioning Totally fine for dogs that normally get kind of clipped and kept short. Totally all right for like dogs that you want to scissor and you don't want to overly soften their coats. And then we have a category of the rinse through conditioners. This is a category that's kind of gone through a lot of evolution in the last 20 plus years and it corresponds with the advances in cosmetic chemistry and ingredient development that have happened in the industry, we always got to remember that this industry is not at all static. It doesn't remain the same barely from month to month. Cosmetic chemists are voracious developers of new ingredients that satisfy uh, the demands of the public. So uh, most recently, we found more, quote, naturally derived ingredients like PEG 75 lanolin, which we'll talk about later, but that's a derivative of lanolin. And argan oil in itself has conditioning value. We never would have thought of that in my youth. You know, I grew up before there even were conditioners. No wonder my hair is thinning out at, at 83. Rinse through conditioners usually have a conditioning base ingredient of a fatty alcohol, such as acetyl alcohol or ceteral alcohol. And that gives the conditioner some body. You know, if we, without those fatty alcohols, it's like water. And that's one of the big differences between a rinse-through ingredient and a leave-in conditioner that has to be lighter weight and thinner consistency because it's a spray. Most leave-in conditioners 
except maybe for eye groom keratin protein conditioner, which has a little bit more of the consistency of a rinse through. Most leave-in conditioners are in sprays and they're more diluted or less concentrated with an emphasis on quaternary ingredients that have been made cationic, like cetrimodium chloride, for example. Anything that ends in O-M-U-I-M, that's been quaternized or it's been treated so as to make it more substantive to the hair. It hangs on the hair by ionic force. So it's not just oil hangs on the hair just from the stickiness of the oil. Does that make sense? By ionic force, you mean positive and negative charges, right? Yeah, ionic. And cationic is positive charge. The ingredient is positively charged so that it attaches to the negative charge of the hair. Bam, like that. And let's appreciate that that conditioning effect of the cationic conditioners is instantaneous. It does not depend on soaking time. It's just like the anionic activity of the detergent cleaners in the shampoos is instantaneous. It happens like that. You do not get better cleaning when you leave an anionic cleanser to sit on the hair and skin for 5, 10, or 15 minutes. No difference. What needs to soak into the skin are things like oils, botanical ingredients, the more unmodified, less modified natural ingredients. And what the cosmetic chemists have done in the last 20 years is that they have combined chemistry and nature to make naturally derived ingredients that have been chemically modified so as to perform better. Well, we like that. Better performance through cosmetic chemistry. Remember that. In the leave-in category, we have subcategory of detangling and de-shedding ingredients. And there are times when you would use both a rinse-through conditioner and a leave-in spray. Can you think of what those two times are? They both start with D. De-shedding. De-matting. Right. Right on, Susie Scott, the winner. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are so bright and you are just like my bestest student ever. I should be. God, I listen to you enough. <laughs> Detangling and de-shedding. You know, I think it's important to remind people, you know, when I first started using Best Shot ingredients, I used the plenish conditioner, but I didn't use the spray. And I got decent de-shedding, but I thought, less was better. But I learned the hard way or by actual trial and error when I started using the spray that I was getting a, a remarkably better result. And the same thing goes for detangling a kind of messy coat. You need to do a rinse through to kind of 
cover all the hairs in the coat, right? And I'm going to say this till the day I die. Recirculating bathing system is absolutely the best way to cover all of the coat with conditioner. You know, it's called the bathing system, but it is also a extraordinary conditioning system. So you want to use the rinse through to cover it all, all the hairs, and then you want to use the spray to get the immediate area that you're working on even more so. Always, if something comes in a system, use the whole system. (laughs) Duh! (laughs) Just like with a recipe, do the recipe as it's written, then you can mess around a little bit with it afterwards, but it's built to be used as as dictated on the label. Silly me, I didn't do that with Best Shot. I just chose to only buy the conditioner because I thought, well, I'm going to be conditioning really good. I don't need more. But, you know, you do need more. No matter how charged the cationics are of the rinse through conditioner, the rinsing process, you're going to force a lot of product down the drain. And when you're spraying, it's going to stay on the coat better. Deep conditioning is my fourth and final category. And in these products, most often you will find them with instructions to leave on for like 10 minutes or so. But the truth is, in today's cosmetic chemistry reality, there are ingredients that help restore damaged hair that don't require more than a minute because they're cationic. (laughs) (laughs) That's one more thing. It's not true that rinse through conditioners are meant for to aid the skin and leave-in conditioners are for managing the hair. They both have skin and hair benefits, and it really depends on the ingredients. And the other thing is that deep conditioning treatments will often recommend leaving in for 10 minutes, but that's because of your psychology making it seem like, yeah, that's deep conditioning. But if it's the newest, developed, evolved ingredients, it doesn't really need that you're the one that needs to leave it on, not not the product itself. Making sense? Yeah, it took me to what, a month ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, to only wash my hair once and not twice in the shower. I was a wash twice for the whole my whole entire life. Now I understand how the shampoo works better and I only wash once and my hairdresser never washes my hair twice. She only washes it once. So yeah, it's interesting. You got to learn. That's the old days. And you know, in the old days, we didn't wash our hair so frequently. You know, your mother would make you wash your hair once a month. That's because you had no conditioner. <laughs> right. So it was always crapshoot whether you liked your hair the next day or not. <laughs> Don't you dare sleep on it wet or would you wake up with a giant 
mat wad on the back of your head. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, ready for another break? Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to show season. Show season true tearless shampoo and hypo conditioner fit the bill. They are totally fragrance-free and yet hold up on their own as good products. True Tearless has been expertly formulated to be gentle to the eyes, skin, and hair while maintaining good cleaning power. Hypo conditioner is a great option as well, and it's one of our favorite conditioners with or without fragrance. So let's get fragrance-free. Use True Tearless and Hypo Conditioner from Show Season today. Go to showseasongrooming.com. Look out, here it comes. It's your mobile moment. Wheel bearings are super important to the functionality of your vehicle, especially if you're towing a trailer. The trailer has wheel bearings and everyone forgets to check them. On today's trailers, the axles are not as easily replaced as you might think. And if you don't replace your wheel bearings, which are not little round balls, but little logs that go around the axle, they will chew up your axle and you'll end up having to replace your axle. This is a common problem with the grooming trailers. And nowadays they're making axles that are split into two pieces. So each side of your trailer will have its own axle in the front and back axles will also be independent. That's the way it is now. But it's important to check those bearings twice a year. Even your wheel bearings on your mobile grooming van need to be checked. They usually do it when they change your brakes because they pull your wheels off and uh, they'll check your bearings, make sure everything's moving smoothly. But it's not something you can always catch. So my husband actually takes my wheels apart and inspects them twice a year. I do it in February and then I do it again in July. Get yourself on a regular schedule and check those wheel bearings. We want to welcome Randy and Cheryl Lowe from Precision Sharp and invite you to check out their website where you can see their newest precise cut shear called Lynx. It's a patented design featuring a thumb ring that slides the length of the handle for perfect ergonomic placement of your thumb. Slide it and lock it into position to get your best groom on. Check it out at precisionsharp.com. Well, it looks like we've actually run into some technical difficulties, so we're going to save the lanolin portion of the show for next week, and we're going to cut it off here because I can't seem to get Barbara back. So thanks for being here at the Groom Pod. Remember to let our sponsors know that you appreciate them supporting the show, and we appreciate everyone on Facebook, on Patreon, on the donation button, and all of that sort of stuff. And happy grooming, everybody. See you next week on the Groom Pod. And Barbara says, remember, we love you. 